Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. It's time. It's time to have real, honest, open, difficult, and inspiring conversations. It's time for Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. So here we are, top of the second hour on a Tuesday. You know what that means. You know what that means. It's time for us to dig in to what's going on in the wonderful world of sports. And who better to do that with than our very own Oracle, our very own sports Oracle and guru, Chris Murray, that is, who is, for those who are unfamiliar or unaware, a radio personality, a journalist, a college professor with more than 30 years of experience as a print and broadcast journalist. What? Family, family. I welcome you to the conversation with Chris Murray. Well, hello How are you doing there, tonight, Carol. I will not complain. How about you? Well, there's lots to complain about, but, <laughs> hey, but don't you do it, Chris. Don't you do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, so you always bring good vibes and, and that's probably why I'm, I'm so comfortable to, to talk about this with you because, you know, you just got these good vibes and you even got me thinking positive what? about what was a, a horrific loss last night. OMG, it really was. No, it re- trust me, trust me. I feel it. I'm still feeling, I'm still feeling the effects of that loss. Okay. I am. I promise you, family, I am. But I do understand you know, these things happen. These things do happen. But let's get let's get into it. Let's get into it. Well, I'm going to tell you something. They to me, they gave the game away. They gave it to them. Oh, absolutely. And, 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 and the thing about on both sides of the ball and the, the thing that from a football from a football perspective that that I was upset with and the thing that bothered me about. The last drive. Okay, you got the ball with about 13 seconds left. No mm-hmm. timeouts. And, no, no, you had two timeouts. I'm sorry. You had two timeouts. Yeah. You had two timeouts. Okay? All you got to do is get get the ball another 15 yards downfield. You have a kicker who can kick the ball 50 yards plus. Okay? I'm talking, I mean, this, this guy can kick, has kicked a field goal from 60 yards. Okay, just mm. to tie the game, we'll come back and regroup. What happens? And I gotta put this on Jalen Hurts and whatnot mm. because because I have defended Jalen Hurts over the years, and yeah. and to a certain extent, I, I I I still do. But why go deep on that play? Why go that deep? Because even if you get it, then you got to run all the guys didn't score a touchdown. You got to run all the guys up the field and come up and spike it, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You might get it off and you might not. But in that situation, um, and that's why you, that's why you, or you could, if you would hit it, you would have called a timeout. But you know what? You got a kicker who can kick it from 50 yards out, hit the medium route, you know, catch the ball, fall down, timeout, bring your, bring your field goal kicker in, and that's it. There's well, the case. Uh, a popular question is, why didn't they go for the field goal? And I see Nasir, you just asked that question too. That's a popular question. Yeah, they, 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 because, well, first they weren't in field goal range, but they should have just played for the field goal. 
Don't mm-hmm. go deep in that situation. I'm sorry. And they went deep twice. They went deep earlier in, I think, in the early in the fourth quarter where they didn't have to. They had the ball with eight minutes left and a lead. All they had to do was run the ball, get some media routes. But what happened? I guess they got desperate. They got greedy or something like that. And and then it was the interception. Now, on that was the pass to, to Quez Watkins. Now, granted, Quez Watkins was interfered with. You know, mm-hmm, to be sure, mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm. a pass interference penalty. But at the same time, you know, you don't call that play in that situation. You got these guys yeah. on the run, and they had the one of the worst defenses in the league. You mean to tell me you can't play bully ball and run on these guys? I mean, come on! I mean, I'm just sitting there it, like, listen, wow, it hurt. No, it really, it really really hurt. Malcolm is sharing, yes, Jake Elliott is reliable. And uh, Miss Rosalind shares, I did not watch the game, but I know it's, there are a lot of Eagles fans that are upset, but we are still going to the Super Bowl, she shares. She shares, I have faith in my Eagles. Go Eagles. And Brennan, who we all know from uh, his comments last week as a Dallas Cowboys fan, he shares, he is truly sorry for the Eagles loss no, last not. night. No, he's not at all. He, but he can't talk. I mean, no, the Cowboys lost too, so he can't talk. Yeah, he, yeah, cannot, he, he cannot talk. Uh, Drina, hi there, beautiful. She's sharing this. She is watching from the sweetest sides of Detroit, Michigan. Welcome, welcome. And Michael Chip Gordon, he is sharing love and light. Yeah, we need that right now, right now with this conversation. <laughs> Yeah, the Eagles need love and they need light. More light than love. I mean, just as much light as love. But see, but see, here's the thing. And, you know, you when you got a situation, and then, of course, during the weekend, they changed their defensive coordinator. And to me, that's a sign of a young coaching staff overthinking the game. Mm. Not that that helped out any because – and, and here's, here's the kicker. Here's the kicker to Ain't that a, ba- a career journeyman backup quarterback drive 92 yards on them? No blitzing. No, they just let that guy, he hit two big passes on that drive. They had a couple of third and tens. They they didn't stop and didn't get off the field. It, I mean, it was terrible. I mean, it you was know, just like, what, what do you guys do? I mean, that's how Lord, I felt. Man. It was it is still it's still painful because I keep saying, yeah. well, like I said last week, I said, I don't understand. The Eagles are playing like we're like we're uh, n- not a professional football team. Like what is happening? I, I don't understand what is happening. Um, Nasir shares the refs weren't calling anything our way. The false start was awful. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in that situation, and that that was a huge penalty. Because they're up seven nothing, they got the ball near the one. All they had to do is, get, is make the first down. All they had to do is just get to the brotherly shove, touchdown, fourteen nothing lead. And at that point, you have a little bit of you have a lot of momentum and all that. But you kept Seattle in the game. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I mean, they did a lot of little things that messed themselves up. I a mean, lot. it was just, it was just, it was, it was hard to watch. Even as even as a reporter, it was just like, man, you all are giving this game away, and and the topic. Well, like I said again, I'll, I'll save this, but you know there might be some internal dissension in that mm. locker room because mm. I just think that the play calling on offense was bad, and 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 um, you know, and, I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read to you a quote. I couldn't get the sound bite together in time because I've been grading papers all day, and you know, I'm just trying to get myself. 
get myself together. But but the thing about it, what I saw during during his post game press conference, let me read. I'm gonna read to you what he said. Can I read you what he said? What Jason please said do, please do. I'm gonna read to you. This is what he said. And I got this is what Jalen said. This, this is what Jalen Hurt said. Okay. This is what Jalen Hurt said. He said we didn't execute. I don't think we're committed enough. Just got to turn it around. You know, it's a challenge that we have to embrace. Just continue to see it through. And then he says, we have to make an internal change in how we attack things. We have to come to work every day. It starts with the little things. How committed are we to what we're doing? What we're doing? And that all starts with me as a quarterback. It's a challenge I'm embracing. And I'm embracing and have, and, and I have embraced. Now, I get the feeling because I've heard this. This has been this has been playing around all day. This has been you know all day. People have been talking about this. My thing that tells me one thing. I don't know if there's any if it's a player's thing. I think that there's some dissatisfaction with the coaching with Brian Johnson. Mm. That is that is my that is my but that is my take on that. I think that 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 they're not happy. With the, with how this offense has no rhythm, and and at times if they would have run the ball and stuck to the run, they would have worn Seattle down. Seattle's not mm. the best defense in the league, no. and, you, and and you let one of the worst defenses <laughs> in the league next to the Eagles, <laughs> but you know you let you let one of the worst defenses, you just let them off the hook, and you commit you committed two turnovers. I mean, he committed. I mean, it was just, it was insane. It, <laughs> it was, was sad. Absolute, yeah, it was just absolutely insane. And as far as I'm concerned, you know, it's almost like, you know, you got, and you know, Nick, Nick just sent me, a, <laughs> sent me an image that said, you know, there's, there's all as a bus. One, two teams are 10 and four. One is 11 and four. Or both are 10 and four. One is happy and one is yeah. a sad 10 and four. And <laughs> The, and the Eagles right now are a sad ten and four because. But then again, but then again, as you know, I heard I heard Seth Joyner say the other day that you know that this is this is who this Eagles team is, and I don't know if I completely agree with that. Do you? Do, I'm glad because I I was going to ask you. I was going to ask. I don't. I don't. I don't believe that this is who we are. I just. I truly don't. I I do I believe. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you just think. I just think that they've been going through a tough time. I mean, yeah. I mean, they they've not really they 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 they've hung in there in game against people. They haven't played their best game, and I think right now, I mean, to try to find your it's hard to find your identity at this juncture of the season. But I've seen teams struggle at this time of the yeah. year. And then in January, turn it on. So I've seen See, that. I was going to ask. I was going to ask because we have a great squad. I, that's why I just don't believe that this is it. I do want to share. Uh, Miss Rosalind shares. Uh, welcome and good evening, Chris. She's sharing peace and love to you and your family. Happy holidays. We're giving you your flowers while you can still smell them. And uh, Malcolm shares. He heard that there was an issue in the past with Darius Slay in the new D.C., um, St. Yeah. Blue shares play calling and turnovers. Just It was just, ugh. And Malcolm shares it's obvious that the coaching is horrible because we have the talent. See, I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I, I really do. Um, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. 
I just don't understand it. Well, Eric is sharing, Chris, I think you should stroll on over to the link and give those guys a serious heart to heart pep talk. You can motivate them. (laughs) That's why you got to win, win, win. Go, go, go. And since tomorrow's the day, we're going to win. My new Rockley speech, you know. But, <laughs> well, they I need a pep talk from somebody. You know, you know who I, I bring in Dawn Staley. I bet Dawn Staley. I bet Dawn Staley yes, gets them fired she, up. You know what? Yes, she could. Yes, she could. Oh, I believe that. I believe that. Oh, well, yes, I do. And I, you know what? I'm glad you were talking about. Well, you asked the question about. Uh, you know, what I thought about our squad, because I'm looking at this, we've got three weeks left, right? In this mm-hmm. 2023 NFL season. Now, last week you said you felt good about not having any idea of who might be contenders in the Super Bowl. So I'm curious to know, do you still feel the same way? About the Eagles? They can well, anybody, any of them after this past week, has anything changed for you? Because I know the I Eagles... Would say, I would say the two top teams are going to meet next Monday night. Um, okay. The uh, Baltimore Ravens and the uh, San Francisco that's 49ers. Your, that's your team. That's your team. And you, we know you like the Ravens. What? And well, but I will say this, though, because I did read that uh, they both have 11 wins. So they're they're both looking good. I know that. they. Right. What did I read? Uh, the 49ers are looking good for the number one seed. So uh, mm-hmm. I know the Ravens are a favorite, but I know that's your team. I know you're biased. You know, I know well, but, biased but, 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 but I can. But I can be objective about it. I think 49 is going to win that game, though. I, I, Do you? I, I think so. And I'll tell you why. Because I think the Ravens the Ravens are too inconsistent to, for me. I mean, too inconsistent for my blood. I watch them. And I'm not, you know, I'm not all that gung-ho. I don't, I'm not gung-ho about their chances to go to the Super Bowl. And what I'm not. I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I watch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. football. It's kind of like I'm optimistic about some teams. But the way this year, this, but this is also a crazy, this is a crazy season. Buffalo basically took it to Dallas over the weekend. Mm. I mean, they took the Cowboys behind the woodshed and basically paddled them, paddled them down and whatnot. And basically, this is why Cowboys fans really shouldn't be talking right now. <laughs> you know, you got, because, because they, they, they took another whooping of uh, this week. So. You know, and as a matter of fact, just when you think about it, every team in the NFC East lost this weekend. The Giants lost, the Commanders yep. lost, the Eagles lost, the Cowboys lost. Everybody yep. in the Everybody. NFC East got 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 a whooping, got their butt whooping. And so <laughs> from the, so from that standpoint, I mean, at this point in the season, but see, here's the craziness of this year. Eagles have to. If the Eagles win, you know, win, you know, win the next three games, and if the 49ers lose, there is still a possibility they, you know, they could um, be have the home field advantage. But mm-hmm, the way mm-hmm. this season is going, I don't even know if that if that's going to be necessary. I, I really don't know that because I just think that everybody's had their lows. I mean, Kansas City overcame their low and whatnot. Everybody has, has had their yeah, it's just everybody's had that uh, tough time. So, Chris, I want to interrupt like, you one moment. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What are you, you saying? It's still what? It's still it's still anybody's race. It's still anybody's race to win. I do agree with that. On that point, family, listen, we're going to take just a short commercial break. I see your comments. And don't you think for one moment that I'm not going to read them aloud when we come back. We're going to take this break. 
So stay with us because we're coming right back. You're listening to Love and Life with Carol Riddick on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Well, hey there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick. And in this hour, we are talking all things sports with our sports guru and oracle, the one and only Chris Murray. I do want to take a moment to acknowledge the comments that are coming in from our family members. One of my cousins is joining us. Hi there, Blaine. Oh, that's a compliment. He shares that I sound like our Uncle Dave, who's my cousin, our beloved. Thank you for that. Tony Brown. Hey there, Tony. Tony shares Trump is getting ready to get back in office and black people are worried about a sports team in America. We've got to get some priorities correct, folks. I'm just saying. Well, Tony, what alert came across my phone um, just actually as we were discussing sports is that former President Trump responds to the Colorado Supreme Court ruling to keep him off the 2024 Ballad. According to the New York Times, it reads that Trump has been disqualified from the 2024 ballot. So he will not be running. So that's one thing we can take off our plate for now. We can take that off our plate for now. Um, Miss Rosalind shares peace and love. Tony, she agrees with you. We better get ready for this election. Well, he won't be in it. So Thank you for that. Everything else is obsolete. We do not want Trump back in office. No, we don't. After all the crimes he's committed and this man is still able to run. That goes to show you who runs this country, even when they know the system is wrong. Well, he will not be running. So that's a good update for us to share. Um, Malcolm shares the cow bums still have to play Detroit. Yes, they do. Um, Sink is commenting and responding as well. Tony, Trump has been in the press every day since his defeat. Even the annihilation in Palestine is a relief. You know, this is the world in which we live. And uh, Malcolm shares in Detroit has been strong lately. So here we have it. Here we have it lately. I know. I know. I know. I know. Well, what do you, what do you say? What do you say? Well, you know, I would, so I hear when, before the break, you were talking about New York, you were talking about the giants, right? Now I know. Go right ahead. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I, no. I think the Giants are going to be are, are going to be hungry to win that game because they saw what Seattle did, and you know this is a division rivalry, and you know the Giants, you know Giants and their fans hate the Eagles, and that's been that's really been the Eagles' wide, you know you know cross town or cross turnpike, you know right up off of, off of uh, exit 16. So the the Giants from exit 16 W will be coming down here. Um, on 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 Christmas night and everything, and I have to work that game and everything. Mm. You know, after, I, after I get all my cool toys for Christmas, I have to go to work. <laughs> so you know, and, I and love it. so yeah, I mean, so you know, it, it's 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 almost they have to win this game, but you know, there's a lot of problems with this team that they mm-hmm. have to fix, and I mean. You know, watching this game yesterday, you know, just, you know, to me, they they approached that game all wrong. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Jalen Hurts didn't have to go, always go deep. I think that's a sign of you're trying to – when you do things the way they did yesterday, you're trying too hard. But really, the defense, oh, my God, they they brought in Matt Patricia. And him and – reason why him and Slay don't get along because, you know, Slay – you know, Patricia was Slay's head coach in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And they definitely did not get along, and and so from that standpoint, that that's where the issue. But see, 
The problem is the defense did. I mean, that didn't change anything. They, they just have bad players. I mean, you know, James Bradbury got burned twice on the same drive, one by DK Metcalf and other by uh, Johnson Smith and Jigba. So, you know, they they still have their their players. They got to get better players. They just have to get better players mm. because they're just getting they're getting thumped up on the defensive side of the ball. But I still go back to you can't let a a, a career journeyman backup quarterback, you know, drive 92 yards. There was no yeah. blitzing, no pressure. You can't let that guy be. And I, and I said it on my Facebook page last night, the Eagles can't let Drew Locke drive 92 yards. I was incredulous watching that. I was like, you can't let this. You can't. That's like, that's like putting me in, well, you know, I'm not a pro quarterback. <laughs> But that, but that, that's like putting me what? in this. Hey, guys, I'm going to fall. You know, I'll probably get killed. I'm just, I'm, I'm being, I'm being facetious. But no, you I'm are, but saying, I mean, I'm just saying that. No, you know, like but you're right about it. Field in there, yeah. You know, I mean, you're right just, about it, though. They listen. They might have done a better job if they put you or I in there. So you listen. But the way they've been playing, so you think it's more. You think. You think it's more the players than the coach coaches than the players that are being it's called? Not, you, it's on a the combination defensive of the side of the ball, the defensive side is the players. On okay. the offensive side of the ball, I think it's coaches. This is the same okay. offense that can put up a lot of numbers, uh, putting up a lot of numbers last year. Teams have caught up to the Eagles in terms of the schemes yeah. that they run, and they haven't made any adjustments. I don't know what the offensive coordinators say. It's like they're, it's disjointed. One mm-hmm. part of the game, they they look good. The first the first two drives, they I didn't mean, look bad. I was excited. I was so excited. I think I blinked, and and everything. I said, "What what happened? <laughs> like what what mm-hmm. happened?" And, and you, you know, know it, and, it, it bothered me. I'll tell you this: uh, Malcolm agrees with you. He shared Locke is a rookie, nobody, and we had to lose to him. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, he's been in the league for a couple of years. I mean, he's been around. But but he, I mean, I saw, I remember he was at West Virginia. He was all right, but he wasn't, no, he's not the second coming of anybody, not even the fifth mm-hmm. coming of anybody. No. But I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that you can't let that guy beat you. You can't put, they didn't put any pressure. Mm-hmm. No pressure. There was no pressure on the guy. And, and, I, and that, that I have, I, I could not believe that. I had an issue with that. Because you can't let that guy beat you. And mm-hmm. and I don't care how bad that defense is. I mean, you got I mean, they should have been putting pressure on him. They they should have been doing they should have been in that guy's face and whatnot. And I, I I don't get, like I said, I don't get how this team lost this game. But then again, the offense didn't put them away when they had the chance. Yeah. And I they did that. And, and you got to close. You can't put that defense in that position. So, Chris, I got a couple of questions. I have some questions about some other things. All right. So we talked briefly about the cow. Well, Malcolm's cow bums, as he calls them, the cow, the Dallas Cowboys. What do you think happened in that game? Which which one in the, the Cowboys game? Yes. In the Cowboys game. They got they took a, they, they took they, a beat. They got whooped. Yeah, yeah they, they, took a they got they got they got taken behind the bar, you know. And <laughs> yeah, just, they you took know, a beat. You're know, like, you know, I don't know if you remember the, the movie The Warriors when, um, <laughs> when okay, when the guy said, 
It was a warrior did it, and he was trying to fight everybody off. And then that's even he's like, oh boy, you hear that? I'm just, I'm just sitting there like, oh man, they I mean the Bills just went in there, ran the ball on them, just ran ran down their throats and physically beat them up. And Dak Prescott couldn't do anything about no. it. And 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 to think that Jerry Jones. You see, this is what I say. You know, Jay Jones was sitting after he watched the Eagles game. He was saying, "I felt, I felt marvelous. I really did. I felt marvelous about about them winning the game." You know, I was just sitting there. I'm like, dude, dude, I, I'm not feeling marvelous about that about the butt whipping. They took a butt whipping yeah, in Buffalo did. in the rain. Okay? They did. They did. And 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 and. and the fact that Jerry Jones is well, you know, I, I feel Morris was good thing that the Eagles are having their problems and all that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, I mean come on, dog. I mean, you, oh you know, you, you, you know, I, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be, you know, you know, you know, rel- you know, when my team loses, I'm not, re- you know. I'm not all happy with the other team. I'm so mad that my team lost. Mm-hmm, I'm just mm-hmm. sitting there, you know, because my thing is, we, if, if you know, it's almost like if the rate, like I get the, like I get the feeling the Ravens are going to lose the 49ers next week. I hope I'm, I'm praying that I'm wrong, but I'm going to be upset because you know what? We could have, we, we could, we could move that closer to home field advantage. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the kind of stuff you can, you, you can't gloat about your rival losing. When you lose, and what you really get, not like that, especially not, not like that. I, I do want to share some of our family members are commenting, and I definitely want them to join the conversation. Um, Kim, hi there, beautiful. Kim Carter James shares to the information that I shared about Trump. She shares that that was that state ballot, not all states. Right. Kim, I will take that win. <laughs> and I'm hopeful uh, for the remainder. I'm hopeful. Um, Malcolm shared that he saw a lot of missed tackles and at least a couple of sacks. And uh, Miss Julie shares, Chris, it is so good to hear your take about the Seahawks and the Eagles. A few comments she read, though. She thought that there were some bad calls. Do you agree? Yeah, there were. There were some bad calls. There are definitely some bad calls. And bad. uh yeah. Brennan shares, despite the loss, the Cowboys are currently number two in the NFC standings. Just saying. <laughs> Go. <laughs> and Malcolm There's shares, some- yeah, they got spanked in the rain. <laughs> he was uh, following up with your comment. So uh, it was a beat. See, it was definitely a beat. It so- was a beat. In Dallas, you know, the Cowboys, you know, they're a good football team, but somehow I think psychologically, they're still, they haven't quite, that's a team that a lot of things happen between their head. I think that Prescott's a, a good quarterback. And now mm-hmm. they knocked him out of the MVP race. So now the MVP race is going to come down to Brock Purdy and Lamar Jackson. And I don't know, like I said, again, you know, with my team, I'm a fatalist and whatnot. You know, I, I, I get, they're going, that's a lot. It's 3,000 miles to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Ravens will be consistent enough against that defense. Um, and that defense has been killing people all year in San Francisco. So I, I don't, I mean, I, if I'm going to bet, I might, I might say, if I'm going to bet, I might give my team, you know, the points and whatnot, you know, but, but it depends. Although I probably bet both sides just because I would do that. <laughs> but for example, 
but you know how it is. But I'm just oh, saying Lord. that. I'm just saying well, that. But looking at it, looking at it objectively, realistically, the 49ers okay. are the best playing the best football right now. And I got, I gotta say, but like I said, the Ravens, the Ravens have a way of upsetting the apple cart. So they I, do, they do. They, well, they, well, let me they, ask you this. Let me ask you this. So, in your opinion. Um, do you feel that there are any teams that could sneak into the wild card round? And, and and do you feel that there are some that just don't stand a chance? Well, I'm going to say this in the NFC. Uh, let me think. Right. I think that um, the Rams have a chance to get in uh, in the oh. AFC. Indy in, in has a chance. Uh, you're looking at um, the NFC North. One, I would say this, the, the, the Buccaneers are looking good. They had a really Good. They had a great road win on Sunday against Green Bay. I watched that game, and okay. you know I think they're they're, they're going to probably win the uh, the NFC South. Um, I think the whole. I don't know what the the sound. I think the Saints are that good, but um, and I look at uh, other. I mean other teams around around the <laughs> league. I mean in the West, I don't. I see the Rams have a, Rams have an outside shot at getting in. Um, like I said, the Buccaneers. The, the, you know the, the the other the other division. Let's like this way: the NFC East are gonna they're gonna have at least two teams in Dallas, Dallas, and and the Eagles. Eagles are two teams, and then like I said again, the 49ers, and then whoever wins the NFC South is in, and maybe the Saints, maybe the Rams. Those teams on the AFC side, mm. you on AFC side, you still have. Um, you still have Houston. Houston could win that division. Tennessee, um, Jacksonville is still in the hunt. The Colts are still in the hunt, and so you guys. And uh, maybe Denver has the outside shot. Although um, Russell Wilson got you know got got cursed out by his coach on the sideline, which I think was wrong. But you know, it, it, it's it's there. I can't see anybody. Anybody can go on a run. I've seen mm-hmm. Stranger Things. Somebody, if somebody starts playing well, say in the last two or three weeks of the season, because it's easy to peak early. It's you know I, I watch it in baseball all the time. Everybody during the baseball season, oh the Atlanta Braves are going to win the World Series. They got this and they got that. Atlanta, the, the Phillies, I think the Phillies like took out the Braves in the second round of the playoffs. So okay. I mean anything, anything can happen. It can in football. And it, it, and I don't see. The closest that the 49ers might be the closest team to a team to a dominant team. I don't see anybody that's that's really even amongst the division leaders are that are that dominant. I don't even though the Ravens have the best record in the AFC. I mean, mm. Kansas City is still lurking. The Chiefs are still lurking out there. Yeah, the Chiefs the Chiefs are gonna be ready. Yeah, I forgot about the Chiefs. The Chiefs are gonna be ready. Uh, They're gonna be but they still have problems. They got receivers that can't catch a cold and everything, and, uh, and and they just they 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 still have. Like I said, everybody in the league has their own set of vulnerabilities and what have yeah, you. So we'll see, true. we'll see how it all shakes itself out. But I just I, I like I said, and, and then if the Eagles run the table down the way and some things happen, and they win a division, they'll have a playoff game. I don't know if they'll you know if they'll you know, if, if they'll mm-hmm. be at home for all those games and everything, but you know, anything can happen. Sometimes teams, sometimes the top seed has the home field advantage, 
and they get knocked off either in the first round or in the, or in the, or in the conference championship. So yeah. if, if you can take hope, for some people, I mean, a lot of people, I listen to all the commentators in this city. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, well, we, we don't have any hope. And there's three games left. Anything, <laughs> I, Anything I, I can happen. Watch, right. Any, I don't watch enough football over 100,000 years to know long enough to know that that anything I've seen teams have bad losing streaks and then and, and then they bring it all together in the playoffs. I mean, yep. it's just the weird it's it's a weird thing. So but that's why we love football happen. though. That's why we love football. That's the excitement of the game. Family, listen, we've got more conversation about sports. When we come back, I'm going to go to the phone lines and family, I do see your comments. So I will get to those as well. Stay with us because we are coming right back. You're listening to Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. I think I know. Hey there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick. We are talking with Chris Murray in this hour that is almost over. So I'm just going to hurry up and go through it. Um, Joey Dixon is joining us. He's saying peace. Sink Blue shares Dallas. They're not a good road team. Two of the last three are on the road, Miami and D.C. The Detroit game won't be easy. I'm not worried about Philly these last three. He said, I'm not worried. He said, but the 49ers are on fire. They are peaking right now. I love that. And um, as Julie shares, I hope your analytical opinion is right, Chris. I hope, I hope, I hope. And Malcolm shares, the tears are flowing on WIP. I can't keep listening to them. They just sound hopeless. Sink shares, I think the Ravens are the dark horse in the playoffs. That's interesting. That's interesting. What I want to do right now, though, is go to the phone lines. James has been holding to join the conversation. James, thank you for calling and welcome to the conversation. Hello. Hello. Uh, I would uh, just like to say that uh, I played green for the city. Mm -hmm. And uh, happy holidays to everybody. Um, I've been listening to the radio, different stations, and we've been getting dog out. As far as underdogs, that's who we are. But you know something? I'm going to the gang Christmas Day. Nice. And I'm representing. That's right. That's right, James. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. We represent. We bleed green, James. That's fine. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> I love you. I love it. And uh, peace and good night. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling. And that's right, James. We bleed green. You hear that, family? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Chris, I know we don't have much time left, but um, my, well, first I was going to ask you a question about the Sixers, but I want to pivot. I want to pivot because I was reading about uh, John Morant's return to the Grizzlies, Memphis Grizzlies. I just want to ask you your yeah. thoughts about this really quickly. After a 25-game suspension, mind you, so do you think his return will actually make a difference for the team? I think it'll make for that team, yes. I mean, he's got to get acclimated back to his team, but mm-hmm. maybe I hope he learns some lessons and just, you know, just keep focused on playing the game. I mean, just stay focused, stay out of trouble. You know, you don't need to add, you don't need to be brandishing guns. You don't need to be, I mean, I just, 
there's some things, I mean, to me, I, I don't know, man. I mean, a lot of people just, you know, you got all this money. You know, mm-hmm. if, I, if, if, if I had that kind of money, I'm retiring today. I still do my show, <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm retiring. <laughs> I'm, I'm retiring. I may even... I may even go back to school just for the fun of it and get my PhD and whatever. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if I if if I had that kind of money, you know, I would try to be responsible. I mean, you know, I. But then again, I'm I'm a little older. I, I guess when when I was in my twenties, I don't know what I would have done with yeah. it and whatnot and, and all that. And I probably would have wilded out. You, you, no, you wouldn't have been that irresponsible. Do you think? I hope not. I okay. hope I wouldn't be. Okay. I, I would I would hope that I wouldn't be and whatnot. But when you when you're in your twenties, you're not completely not thinking. As, well, as young men, you're not always thinking, but you gotta be thinking though. Well. Um, well. Yeah. Well, okay. I have another question because I'm trying to I had some questions uh in my mind about all things taking place in the sports world. And I, I neglected to ask you this when we talked last week. I want to talk about Draymond Green. Now I read a quote. Um, that he in an, from an ESPN interview, and he is quoted as saying, "You don't become what I've become if you can't control your emotions." He said this after his fourth game back from a five-game suspension for choking Rudy Gobert. He 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 said, "You don't win four championships if you can't control your emotions." And then he shared, "What I love most is the opportunity to prove myself again. That's how I come out of this." Like. Oh, they're doubting you again. They're questioning you again. They're questioning your integrity as someone who had to prove myself my whole life. It's familiar territory. But I'm curious to know your point of view because they're, they're talking about how uh, Steve Carr, head coach Steve Carr, is getting a little fed up. What are, what are your thoughts? Yeah. On? I mean, first of all, it's hurting the team. You can't go around, yeah, absolutely. you know, committing, you know, those are technical fouls. You're giving teams points. And and sometimes you know they they cost them a championship back in 2016 when the when the Cavaliers came from three one down to to you know to win it. I remember and, that. And uh, you know, and 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 it's just one of those things where you can't continue. I mean, but his, this has been going on for a while, and now I guess the NBA is becoming a little bit more annoyed. And I and, and the thing about it, maybe he does need some. Some kind of anger management. I mean, some type of thing. It's a funny thing, though, Carol. It's interesting you talk about this. When I was at the Tribune some 20 years ago, when I first started there, good Lord, I can't believe it's been that long. <laughs> but but, but when I was there, um, you know, my old editor, Mike Bruton, said, look, when that happened, everybody was talking to me, you know, all the stereotypes and all this other stuff. But everybody kind of knew Ron Artest had kind of, you know, issues with anger mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. wonder what type of program we did it. We, 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 we did a story. Oh, sorry about that. Somehow there's a, that's there, quite all right. There's, a, there's something that's, that, that is on in my house. Okay. okay. All right. Sorry, sorry but you were about saying that. you guys did a story at the Tribune about. We, 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 we did a story about mental health. And how, you know, what types of programs does the NBA and other sports leagues have for helping people deal with anger management issues? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, this was after the malice in the palace when all the Indiana Pacers and the Detroit Pistons got, mm-hmm, got into mm-hmm. on the wild. And then 
you know, you hit a fan. And so, and it, and it came out in a documentary about Ron Artest, Metal World Peace, that he really did have some issues with anger or some other mental health issues. And, you know, and this is a thing where, because of course, you know, when all that came out, it was all the stereotypes of black people and mm-hmm. anger and all this other thing. And, you know, I wonder if he doesn't have an issue with anger management or fighting. I mean, sometimes, you know, I understand teams need an enforcer on the court. You know, mm-hmm. Rick Mahorn, Bill Lambeer, and all those guys from back, and wow, even Charles yes. Barkley. Yes. But a lot of those guys never allowed it to get to the point to where it costs their team. And when you, and when those types of teams, things happen, that's when you have to wonder about, you know, what's going on with some of these guys because Mm -hmm. you can't have this kind of, you know, you, you can't keep, you know, trying to choke guys and fight guys and all that. It's one, yeah, I mean, it's one thing to happen in the heat of the series. But yeah, this this is consistent. And this interview took place just before he had another altercation. Nick, you have been joining the conversation all evening and I'm looking. I know we only have a few minutes left, but please, please join us. Hey, Carol. Hey, Chris. Uh, I'll be brief Uh, as it it pertains to uh, Draymond Green. I've been hearing a lot more talk, more so than I've ever heard for any other player. Um, that he does need to go to some kind of counseling. I'm not sure if that's uh, anger management. Uh, Maybe there's some kind of repressed feelings. I don't know. We don't know. We won't know unless, you know, he tells us or, or, you know, there's an update on it. What I think is that I think that Draymond Green is probably a bit too proud, mostly because of his position, the team that he's been on and the success that he's had in the league. Mm. Um, I, if, if you ask me, unless they make it mandatory, as in his the, the, yeah. the Warriors coach or somebody tells him that you have to do this or else he won't return. I don't think he'll go. I think he'd rather retire than go. And if that's you know, if that's how it is, yeah. that's how it is. But um, I, I I don't think that it's a mental issue. I just think it's somebody who is comfortable playing how they want to play. And if the repercussion, mm. if the repercussions of it is, oh, I'm only going to sit out for five games. All right, I'll sit out for five games. But I proved my point. You know, interesting. That's an interesting I mean, point of view, Nick. That, no, that's really interesting that because is. he continues. He continues with this behavior. Family, I'm looking at the time. You know, I don't want this conversation to end. Ms. Rosalind, I do see your comment. She shares prayers. Go out to all my seniors and extra prayers for babies. People continue to spread love and know that God is in control of everything. If no one told you today that they love you, I love you. And please be safe. Happy holidays. Thank you for that, Miss Rosalind. I want to say hello to my cousin. I see you, Gregory Riddick, joining us from Chicago, Chi-Town. It is family. Praise God. Just praise God from whom all blessings flow as we wrap tonight's episode. You know, I'm thanking you with every fiber of my being. Uh, and, and to Miss Rosalind's point, happy holidays, because I haven't said that to any of you. Happy holidays. Know that I want to know uh, that you're doing well during this holiday season. And if you are not, please let me know so that I can add you to my prayers. Okay, please, please, please. I mean that. I mean that. Um, Just to all of our guests. Thank you, Chris. You know, we look forward to seeing you next week to the entire word family. uh, Niall Jackson, Nick Steptoe, especially thank you for all that you do. Family, 
We're all in this together. So be good to you, but be good to those around you. I love you. Okay. But God loves you so much more. Have a great rest of your night family and be sure to join me Monday through Thursday, 7 till 9 p.m. Eastern time for another edition of Love and Life right here on WURD. Progressive Black. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 